1: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Hello, you lovely humans. Welcome back to the Phone Box podcast. And we are back with a bonus boy band edition. A bonus, beautiful boy band edition, which is hard to say. Try saying that when you've had a bit of Bad Dog 2020 Kiwi down The park with your mates, it's difficult. We're going to be talking about Take That. We're going to be talking about E17, Worlds Apart, Bad Boys Inc., Friendship Books, Scrapbooks, driving up and down the country to go to these random road shows in the middle of the night when we were 15. And really, we shouldn't be doing that kind of thing, and we wouldn't let our kids do it now, but we still did it. I am doing this podcast with the wonderful Alison Perry, who has a brand new podcast out called Twinning It where she chats about all things twin-like. She also has loads of other different bits and bobs all over social media, other podcast blogs. I'm going to leave everything in the description so you can go and check her out. She's fantastic, and we lived parallel lives. She was in Scotland, I was in England, we were doing the same shenanigans, both wearing bomber jackets and boots with wood in. That's what we were doing. We were following the boy bands around the country and... If you are listening to this on Spotify, I am going to try and do a little vote where you can choose E17 or take that, which was your favourite, let me know. And of course, it would be amazing if you could leave me a review or you could leave me five stars, that'd be wonderful. And go to the Phone Box podcast and direct message me if you have any. I want to see any photo of any boy bands you may have had a picture with so I can share them. These photos, I know, are going to bring me so much joy. So enjoy this very long bumper bonanza with Alison and I, and I will come back at the end for a chit-chat. Hello, Alison, and welcome to the Phone Box podcast, a very special bonus boy band edition. Hi! I'm so excited Hi. to be here. It's, we're giving the people what they want. They want the boy bands. They want the 90s boy bands, and that's what we want to talk about. But I'm going to ask you a couple of normal questions I ask everyone so we get we gauge a bit of, as my, my tween would say, your vibe. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh,
3: what year was it when you were 14, please? Well, when I was 14, it was 1993. So it was the year, I think, of take that a million love songs. I feel like I remember being in, getting changed for PE at school And telling my friend about this new amazing song that I'd heard on top of the pops, and it was a million love songs. Did you do a sax
2: (laughs) (laughs) with a a (laughs) hockey (laughs) stick?
3: Probably. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, What part of the country were you living in? Scotland. So central Scotland, near a city called Stirling, Uh right in the middle of Scotland.
2: Bab. And you went to an all-girls school as well, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, didn't you mixed, mixed girls with the boys. and boys. Did the boys, boys have floppy yeah. hair?
3: Um, some of them had floppy hair. None of them were as hot as the boy band members that I fancied. Oh, I
2: mean, it's it would be a hard, it's a hard to live up to those boy bands. So I've got specific boy band questions I'm gonna ask you that I want to know the answers to, and then I'm gonna look at some questions that people sent in from Instagram, some top. Topics that people want us to talk about. So go over to the Phone Box podcast on Instagram. I do polls over there. I do Q&As. I'm going to do readers' letters at some point. I need to send readers' wives there.
3: <laughs> we're not doing that. That's oh, the late night edition. do send me any picture.
2: Thank you very much. Okay. So the first question I have for you, I'm so interested. Who were your top three bands? Because I feel bands came in tears. So I have my number one band. Take that. All day, every day. But then we're stepping down to tier two. Sorry if any of these people are listening. Could you imagine? They're just worlds apart, tuning <laughs> in. Number two, I'd say, was Worlds Apart and Bad Boys Inc. And then we're going down to tier three. And these are bands that people probably never would have heard of Atlanta, who used to just go around and do road shows. There's different tiers. I think they're in tiers of availability of who you could get to. So, what were your tiers?
3: I mean, without a doubt, number one, top tier, take that. All take that. They were up there. They were my first loves. They were the they were the the band that introduced me to boy bands. I mean, NKOTB roundabout circa nineteen ninety, but I only took a sort of fleeting interest in them. Tier two, I would say, yeah, like Bad Boys Inc., World of oh, Hearts. <gasps> But then I'm trying to think who else. Nine one one, because actually 9-1-1 lived in Glasgow, Ooh. Um, and or as as we used to call them up there, nine one one. That's what we used to call them with our wee Glasgow accents. Um, so um, yes, yeah, so we used to like bump into nine one one when we were just shopping <gasps> in Glasgow You'd all be the like, time. There's Spike. Oh look, over there, Spike. Jimmy. are body shaking in Woolworths. <laughs> I got my body shaking and and
2: she was dumb. My sister once met 911. Every podcast has a story about my sister. She once met 911. She was by herself. She took a disposable camera. She developed the photos. The photos came out. Her face was only on it. 911s had been blurred by like a black.
3: This is the thing. This is the thing, right? In fact, I've got this photo here of me and Shane from Boyzone. <gasps> oh, I'll put it on my story. And look, like half of my chin's cut off. It's blurred. And like back in the day, we didn't have digital no, cameras you where you could just check whether didn't? the whether it was okay. Shane looks great. I mean, Shane yeah, does look great, doesn't he? He looks yeah. hot. This was taken um, in Aberdeen on Saturday, the 24th of May, 1997, because I used to write on right the back. On the back. You've got really nice writing as well. That's like well trendy 90s
2: writing. <laughs> a lot a lot of practice went into this handwriting, I tell you.
1: Really? Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: So I want to know just a bit a bit more of the kind of the basics. Did you stick in Scotland or did you travel to other parts
3: of the UK to see these bands? Well, Emma, yeah, we we started off in Scotland, so anytime yeah. Um, so um, back in the 90s, there was a TV show called, a Saturday morning TV show called Fully Booked. Yeah. And it was on in the summer when Live and Kicking wasn't on. And Fully Booked was recorded in Glasgow at BBC Scotland. And so we we would find out when like Boyzone or whoever was coming up to be on Fully Booked. And on the Friday, we would head to Glasgow airport. And we knew roughly what time they'd be coming in and we'd meet them. And we knew which hotels they were roughly going to be staying in. So we would head there and like hang out until we saw them. Um, so that's how we started. And then we were like, hang on a minute. Like we could just like, you know, mm-hmm. travel to Manchester and Birmingham. Of course you could. All sorts of places. So we definitely, especially, I mean, I am a bit embarrassed because, you know. um, I This is a do- safe space. This is a I, okay, safe Okay, thank you, space. thank you. You're reassuring me. <laughs> so I was, I was probably about 15 when I started doing this. Um. And I had older friends who would like had cars and we would jump in their cars and like travel down down south. And then when I turned 17 and I got myself a little secondhand Peugeot uh, 106, I would like drive my friends around. Um, and so we would like bomb it down to like Birmingham and Manchester. I
2: wonder if we were ever anywhere at the same.
3: time. We point. must have
2: been. We have, to have been. We have to have been.
3: We must have been. We must
2: have been. We probably were like going look at them lot yeah. over there. Ugh. Ugh.
3: We and um, we went to Belfast. We went to Dublin. We went to like all of boys' own houses. We traveled. This is the bad one. We it's not bad, oh, but this is embarrassing. i We went to Germany once. We went to Hamburg to see Boyzone. We went to Berlin. I had like German pen pals, so we went to stay with them. Me and two yeah. of my friends, and we went to like TV studios that Boyzone were recording at in Berlin. And we, I think we stayed actually in the same hotel as them in Hamburg. We booked in, and just like saw them in the bar, and like chatted oh, to them. D- do
2: you know what I? I'm living for this. <laughs> I never went to I never went to another country because I, I wouldn't have had enough money. But we went, we'd go to Margate, we'd go to Huddersfield, we'd go. I was telling Stephen yesterday, if you had like the young person's travel card, the world was your oyster. Yeah. We just used to go everywhere. We'd have the mate with the car, we'd jump in the car, you'd put the tape on, take that and party. Yes, please, shove oh, it in. Yes. Drive all over. And I started when I was 14, my sister. 12. She would have been
3: 12. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: Erin. This
3: is insane. This
2: is insane. But we used to go everywhere and I absolutely loved it. And Birmingham used to have quite a lot of road shows. So we were quite lucky. Yeah. We did the whole hotel thing. We'd go to the houses and once went to Robbie Williams' house. We were going to go to Port Vale, obviously. Obviously. Of course. Um, and then went to Robbie Williams' house and he came out. And he told us in no uncertain terms to F off. No uncertain. <gasps> How to did he you was feel? just
1: like,
2: You need to F- I think I'm broken? gonna be I'm gonna be really bad. And I think I was thrilled. <laughs> I think I had a I think I had a stussy hat on back to front. I bet you and I was did. thrilled. And he came out and he told us to F off. And then about ten minutes later, his mom bought him out, because this is when he was living at his mom's house and made us apologize. Made him apologise for us no, all. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. And then we got his autograph. That's amazing. And then we went to Port Vale and we went around, around the port. I think we just walked... I think we literally just walked on into Port Vale and just added a few photos <laughs> on the
3: pitch. Is that a thing? Can, Can you, you do, do that? We did it. We just were like... It's so I, funny you're mentioning think... that you had a slussy hat on because, like, um yeah, I, I had this little silver bead, a slussy bead that um Mark Owen had, um and I went into um a, a shop in Manchester that apparently I'd heard he'd bought it from. Of course he did. And um it was in fact I think it was on King Street in Manchester. And King Street is where Nigel Martin Smith had his offices. <gasps> and so it just felt like I was in like, I don't know, like the sacred land of Take That. <laughs> What was the market called? Afflex Palace. Afflex Palace. Yes,
2: Pal- I never went, but that's where I, that's where I would dream. I'd be in Afflex Palace. Howard Donald might walk past me leather trousers and a leather waistcoat and go, "You're right." Do you want to come out with me? And I'd be like, Howard, no, I like Gary. Um, I, I forgot with the top three bands. I need to tell. I need to tell you top three hunks you fancied. Oh. Can you see how excited I am? I was
3: always into the real baby face, like the ones with the curtains. Oh. So for me, get Marco in them. It was Marco in. But do you know what? I don't know if you had this, but I felt like there was my f- certain certain friends I had they owned like so m- my friend Helen Mark was her favorite so he wasn't allowed to be my favorite my friend Lindsay so yeah I basically <laughs> ended up like Jason is my favorite and I mean no offense Jason you probably are listening oh, I'm gorgeous. sorry you know he definitely listening he, he was gorgeous you know but he wasn't my type but I just I lived a lot Lie, Emma, because I just didn't want to hurt (gasps) Helen's feelings. Well, we are
2: we're we're rectifying that lie today. We We are on a podcast. We are we're telling the truth today. You're you're out and proud, and you love Marco. Yeah. And do you know what?
3: It was it was Marco in, It was um, like Deck from or or Duncan uh, from course. PJ and Duncan. Duncan, yeah. Um, it was Lee from Nine One One. Yeah. Um, it was Richie from Five because obviously Five came a bit later, but I still mm. loved a bit of Five. I'm holding up a picture of me and oh, Jay from Five, is that Jay? Oh, and he's properly hugging me like I'm his girlfriend, which obviously was like the fantasy that I lived back in the day. Oh, I'm
2: gonna put this on Instagram, but guys, I'm looking at the picture and Alison, you look so happy. I you look that so happy. I look, look so happy. You just look like just so happy. <laughs> what, what what were we doing? So <sighs> did you fancy any of Let Loose? Just um, getting people I'm not Sure, I did actually.
3: I think. Men. What was the brunette one in in um, Let Loose called? Was it Craig? Oh, there was there was Richie, wasn't there? Richie, that was, Richie Lee. Was one. Um, Lee. Who was the other one? Craig, maybe. The, but it was the weird thing. It was the brunette. It was the brunette in Let Loose I yeah. fancied.
2: Yeah. Um, i let loose are great, you know. Mm, crazy for you. I'm crazy. 17. Oh, 17. Even now when I yeah. listen to it, I'm like, 17. <laughs> <laughs> Look at I'm like, oh, it's me. I'm 45. Did you ever, I'm, I'm going all over the place because I'm so excited. Did you ever get your name on any singles? Because you used to be able to go in fan clubs and I had my name and Did they'd you? do like a big poster. <gasps> Please. Please let me know if any of you out there did this. You could send in your name and I'd have, like, my name be on Let Loose, 17, my name be on Bad Boys Inc., um, More Than This World or whatever it I was. Don't,
3: oh, can I just say More to This World, I think, is this one, is one of the classic pop songs. This it's world. genuinely, like, oh, I love that song. <gasps> oh,
2: I love it so much.
3: It's banger. um, And I used to feel like it was a bit of a claim to fame, even though it wasn't. Do you remember there was a member of Bad Boys Inc called Ali Beg? Of course I did. Scottish. Scottish. And so my name name right now is Alison Perry. But back in the day, my maiden name was (gasps) Alison Begbie. And I used to get called Ali all the time. And I was like, I'm pretty much nearly Ali Beg. So that that was my claim to fame. (laughs) Clutching at straws. I am essentially (laughs) Ali I'm very nearly
2: a boy band member myself. Oh, and and also, I used to dress like a boy band member. Oh God, me boy, too. I'm wearing
3: a bomber jacket.
2: You're wearing, but why don't you fancy me? I mean, me? in this picture, in this to...
3: picture of me and Jay from Five, I'm wearing one of those kind of like <laughs> puffer gilets. <laughs> <laughs> you could be rich, <laughs> I basically was styling myself as a boy band member.
2: Wood, boots with wood in the heels, bomber jackets, um, tartan trousers with a jumper around the waist. Yes. Why did these men not fancy me? I don't know.
3: Also, <laughs> I'm sure. around about this time, when I was about 17, I had my hair cut in a kind of posh spice slash Gwyneth Paltrow from a sliding doors vibe. Yeah. It didn't work out well for me. Put it this way my friends called me Alan for a year because I (laughs) said, Alan. I wasn't Ali Beg, I was Alan (laughs) Beg. I I basically looked like a man for the best part of a year. So I just, I don't know why. Right. I don't know why these guys didn't fancy me.
2: I, I uh I I it's you know, I don't know what we were trying to achieve. We will come at the end we will do it we'll do a psychological breakdown of what on earth we were thinking we were doing. <laughs> um
3: did you did you make friends and do you still have friends from those yes. days? Right. So two of my closest friends still to this day. I met one of them in Glasgow Airport. And I met one of them at the Manchester Ramada Hotel.
2: Oh, lovely, Um, classic.
3: They're still, you know, one of them was my bridesmaid. The other one, like, I still see regularly close, close friends. And I just feel like as much as you can sort of look back and think, oh, God, that was a really sad hobby to have. Imagine like chasing boy bands. Genuinely, the friendships that I made were amazing like incredible just that bond that you make with other girls your age and yeah I just think you can't you can't beat that
2: no I'm um Sheila who I met when I was 14 she will know I think it was at a Worlds apart thing she is Erin's godmother she was my bridesmaid uh, my friends Melissa and Rachel we talk all day every day and I met them I imagine that was probably a world apart thing as well. And it's just the, ha- it was just the happiest of days. It was, it was just so much fun. And it's so much fun to reminisce with them as yeah. well. It's just so, oh, we just had so much fun. I'm still in touch with like Lindsay. There's a girl called Jenny Carter. Um, she moved to Australia and she used to follow bands with us as well. And Haley Evitts off of, x-factor pop idol pop idol yeah She was a regular at uh, my mom and dad's house with sleepovers she was lovely um yeah it was it was really good but i'm gonna come on to the, the 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 topics that the people the people wanted us to cover there's some hot topics first of all Janie h and ashley smash its poll winners party did you ever go to I one did, discuss i did <gasps>
3: Um, we traveled down from Scotland and we went to I trying't think which year it would have been I think it was oh I bet it was a good year it was 1995 and they always happened oh that sounds like great they year. always happened at the beginning of December I feel like it was the first weekend yep. of December and yeah we and like take that were there boys I think boys Zone <gasps> sang love me for a reason oh the Steve I know I know Oh,
2: Oh, R.I.P. Let's take a moment.
3: Oh, sad, isn't
2: it? So sad. Um, what would take that singing, was it? What what era would that have been?
3: 19... Sure. Sure, I think it might have been. Oh,
2: sure, the a great song. Did you ever go? Now, Alison, this is one of my great tragedies in life. I did go to Smash It's Pole Wonder Party, but when I was about 25. <laughs> <laughs> Were they still going then? I was an adult. I think it was the last one that ever was. Oh. And I feel like it had like pop idol. Louis Walsh was there, it was like pop idol. I, do you know what I can't even remember one single solitary person say, I used to go to the road shows yeah, a lot I loved show. so I'd show. go to the smash hits oh I love a road show and we'd book into the hotel well one person would book a room and 15 of us would Classic. creep in and stay in yeah <laughs> uh yeah just try, just just visit and like I said Steve there's like people in the bath we'd yeah. <laughs> always get a triple rim yeah can we get oh, a triple yeah. rim,
3: please? But yeah, there's like 17 of us in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go and stay at them. I'm trying to think who was on the. Oh, that was when I got in the lift with Backstreet Boys. Actually, that was what somebody else asked. And I have talked about this on my Instagram. So sorry if people have heard it. I was in a wheelchair because I was um I had split slipped disc. What do you do when you have a wheel, you know, waiting for spinal surgery? You go to Smash It's Roadshow with your friends. You don't, you're not staying in the house. Nothing's gonna hold me back. Um so I got in a wheelchair, I was in a wheelchair, got in the lift. With the whole of the Backstreet Boys and me sat in the middle, <laughs> with every single one of them surrounding me, and they had jackets with like AJ written down <laughs> or Nick written down, and all I could just see was their little sleeves
3: with their names on.
2: I think I held my breath. The whole anything. about oh, what
3: was they going kind to of say? I would have said uh, like something like. It was awkward, I was yes, so... in, in amongst them, it was like a rugby, it was like a
2: rugby thing a but instead of a ball it was me in the middle of them, oh so that was a bit of a thrill, I wasn't the hugest Backstreet Boys fan so it wasn't, you know, mm. but with hindsight, I should have took my my time, I should have had a selfie, with... oh no we didn't have selfies, no. like, what would I have to, took a selfie on. Selfies didn't exist did they? It would have been with like a, a Kodak camera with no filming and I got home and i be like there's no photo. <laughs> um who else at the
3: who else at the road show i mean i loved a road show oh eternal is that? Oh, and in fact, we we hated Eternal, even though we didn't, because two of them went out with two members of Boyzone. Vernie was with Ronan, and Esther was with Shane. I think Esther and Shane got married.
2: And Louise was with, I think, either Steve Hart or Dan. She was one of yes. one of them from Worlds Apart. Yeah. <gasps> so
3: we kind of pretended we hated them, but really we didn't. We loved a bit of
2: Eternal. No. <laughs> um, smash Paul poll winners party. Bring them back mm. immediately. I say. But with the acts from the nineties, can you imagine? <laughs> I don't want the modern people. No. I want. I would go to Smash It. If somebody signed me up, give me a ticket. I'd pay one hundred and fifty pounds if they did a 90s Smash It to Party tour. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there front row with best haircut, and we could vote on our phones for best haircut. It would be Mark. Well, maybe not Marco in quite so much now.
3: He would, but he won it. He won it like six years in a row. Of course he. Why wouldn't he have done with that floppy hair?
2: I would vote beep, with my phone. 150. I buy a hoodie. Who would present it nowadays? Oh, it would have to be someone from back it in the be, days.
3: It would have to be. Yeah, I'm
2: trying to think. It would have to be Jamie Thieksa Jamie and Zoe Ball. Ball. It would have to be them too. Ant yeah. and Deck. Oh yeah. Ant and Deck, yeah. yeah.
1: Small details or big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project.
3: Oh. i've got a question for you emma um, yes how far did you go in pursuit of a boy band i remember having such a brass neck i remember for example when i loved boy zone um i had louis walsh's phone number like his office of phone she did. number. um and i remember ringing ringing up his office and i remember i remember being so nervous doing this my heart was pounding and i asked his secretary to get put through to him and she did because like you know why wouldn't she and um I was just like, Hi Louie. Um, I've got tickets for the uh, Boys On Show tonight in Glasgow. Um, can you get sort us out with some backstage passes, please? And he was like, Yeah he was like, Yeah, sure, no problem. Well, go give us your names and I'll I'll put you on the list.
2: And Firstly, I'm sad you didn't do an Irish impression <laughs> then with your <laughs> I've already done
3: a, a Glaswegian <laughs> one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get cancelled. Just got your backstage pass. What? I bet your yeah.
2: face. So, so were we, you in a phone box while you were doing we it? We were
3: in the. We were in the phone box in the Glasgow Hilton Hotel, which is where the band were staying. I think we were. We were staying there too, in like a triple room with seventeen of us. And oh. um, yeah, and we were a bit like, we're. He's just taking the piss. Like when we get to the box office to pick up our backstage passes, they're gonna laugh at us. But no, they were there. And we got to go backstage and went to the meet and greet and met them. Girl, you were like, "Girls, I've secured the, the passes." <laughs> Can you imagine me, like age fifteen, just like ringing up Louis Walsh in his office, like, I, It
2: was Jason, Jason Orange's twin brother. We Justin. regularly phone. We regularly phone <laughs> Justin from the school common room, but in, who are you phoning? Justin Orange. That poor man must have had.
3: Thousands of phone calls every day. they all had landlines, didn't they? And so their landlines must have just been ringing off the hook. Mark wins A constant. Mark Owens' mum and dad's number went round our school when like, we were about 15. And we rang it so many times and didn't ever get to speak to him.
2: No, I don't know what I would have done if Mark Owen had, had an answered. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I would have. Don't know what I've done. We used to, we used to pretend. We used to phone up like Buzz FM and be like, "Hello, I was just wondering, you know, come up with some sort of absolute rubbish." EYC. What I need to find (gasps) out when (laughs) EYC EYC. Yeah, I loved them. EYC. We went to Buzz FM to see EYC. They were great and they were nice as well. Um, We used to do all sorts of shit. We'd hide. We'd hide. We'd hide in like little. um, I remember hiding in like a little thing where you could sell tour programs with had wheels in and then we'd like, <laughs> move it a little bit further forward. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's something I like about five of us, <laughs> and then we are like, <laughs> it, it, It's unhinged behavior.
3: Yeah. But it seemed so it, normal. It was a game, like to us. If we, we were like, you know, if we were in my friend's car and we were like, I remember driving... So what we would do is if, like, you know, the band, the boys and whoever, left their hotel in Manchester, they all jumped into, like, you know, a car together, we would follow them and they would, like, get to, like, a photo shoot studio and because they were there to do a shoot for, like, Smash Hits or whoever. And we would meet them as they came out of the car. They would go in and do their shoot and then we'd meet them when they came out again. And it was just this massive game where it was just, like, we... We're clever enough that we can, we know where you are and we can come and find you. But that sounds really sinister. It really wasn't sinister. We know where you are <laughs> and we can come and find you. I tell you
2: what, though, all of this without the use of the internet. We were, we were rocket scientists. We, there was no internet. There was no Instagram. there's nobody tagging anybody where they were. We 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 were stalkers, <laughs> but we were clever. It was just bonkers. I was saying to Stephen as well, if you wanted tickets for a concert, there was no like sitting on Ticketmaster. You had to go and queue up. Yeah, you had to be queuing up outside. Bring up, yeah, you because you know. If those first few people, they get the front ride, i you, be like, Sheila, you better get me six tickets. Did you
3: queue up overnight to get tickets?
2: Um, I didn't, but I had friends that would do. Yeah. So I would do the phone call and then I would have friends that would queue up to get them. When I
3: think about that, though, so I used to do it at the SECC in Glasgow. And they always used to open up like a little kind of room for us to. So we weren't actually outside. They were really kind. And they let us sleep indoors. But I'm still a bit like, OK, I was 15 in the middle of Glasgow. And yes, there were probably about twenty or twenty-five of us there overnight, and we all knew each other. And there was a security guard always there. But I'm still like, that's that's not great. I'm not sure where I'd let my kid do that. Uh, well, that's what I was going to talk about
2: at the end. Like, would I? I wouldn't let Erin do none of these shenanigans. I'd be horrified. I'd get worried with her going to the corner <laughs> shop. It was a different time. There's me and it? my sister on a train down to London, and because the... we we thought we'd heard that that um summer take that might be somewhere and they weren't and we're just like roaming around London. Mm. it was crazy the stuff that we used to get away with and i'm sure a lot of the people listening to this i would love it if you could send any of your like unhinged unhinged stories in okay another topic that a lot of people want us to discuss take that splitting up on a random tuesday uh, Thoughts discuss.
3: I mean, I was heartbroken. Were you?
2: I'm going to say something now, and I don't really know if I want this to be recorded. <clears throat> okay. I didn't care <gasps> because Alison, it had got to that stage in every group's life where you become like 18 and you find actual boys. That find you attractive. Mm. So I was a year older than you. You were a wasn't year I? older. Yeah, maybe you still. are. I was are. a year older. <laughs> I, don't know, I still am. That's how age works. Yeah. So I moved on to actual, right? Actual boys who didn't wear bomber jackets that are copied. Yeah. Actual, <laughs> and they would speak to me. And do you know what? I didn't have to phone up their twin brothers in a vain hope to find out. <laughs> oh. Is that a thing? So I kind of was like oh do you know what that's that's sad I, I saw it come in mm. and you know what like that is a bit disappointing but I didn't there was no Robbie hotline for me I weren't oh, I weren't nothing like that I not phoning up nothing. I
3: wasn't phoning up any hotlines I think I was 16 at the time and I was mm. genuinely gutted because I was still so caught up in yeah. the dream and the oh the love of them and I I still feel a little bit teary if I ever see that clip of you know them all in that hotel Gary, Gary wearing a stripy shirt saying yeah the rumors are true I remember mm-hmm. like, I, even now saying that <gasps> I feel like my heart is just like oh I, I was honestly I wasn't in a good place I
2: think I for me i I went <laughs> me and my friend went to see Atlanta at some dodgy clubs. They were all in dodgy clubs, weren't they? Like really terrible dodgy. dodgy clubs. I don't know. In Leamington Spa. dicky carpets. Random. And I decided, I was like, this is it. So I turned up and I just said to them, I was like, I'm just telling I'm mean, Could you imagine? They were like, who cares? I was like, I'm not going to come and see you anymore now. Like this, this is it for me. <laughs> and me and my friends just left. Wow. We didn't even watch them on stage. I bet they were like, who's that? <laughs>
3: She, but I like, like that Emma. That. I like that you, you yeah. created a bit of closure for yourself. You were like I put a boundary in, <laughs> and I
2: was just like, I'm just like that's it now. I've I've got a proper boy. I think I was just like I've got a proper boyfriend
3: now, and they were just like, okay, you have you, being weird. So you definitely so that's what I did. You definitely blossomed onto boys way way earlier than me. Like I was there with I my, mean I was 18, but I was there with like my you know my posh spice haircut and my 90s glasses. And my, you know, boy band attire um, for quite a few years after that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a boyfriend
2: and I heard that Robbie Williams was going to be at the Fort Shopping Centre um, promoting his, it must have been, what was his first song? I don't, freedom. freedom. Uh, yeah. So he must have been promoting Freedom and opening. Freedom a new, 97. And opening a new HMV at the same time. And I went to the Fort Shopping
3: <laughs> Multitasking. <laughs>
2: Went to the Fort shopping centre and he turned up in a, a little, like, comedy car holding a white dog that had had a black patch painted to look like the HMV dog. Oh, yeah. He was in a black leather suit um, with black nail varnish. You know, like Robbie probably had, like, half of his teeth missing. And I queued up and he told me that I looked nice. I still, Alison, I still to this day, and I was with my sister and I said, did he just say I look nice? And she was like, he did. Oh. And I had a boyfriend at the time, and I think I was like, Rob Williams, Rob Williams said I look nice. And I think I probably thought, should I go back to it? And i was like, no, I'm going to stick with the real boys.
3: That's so funny.
2: Because what was it, did you ever, what would you have done if one of them, obviously when you were older, like 17, had turned around and gone, do you want a little kiss? Would you have died? I would have died. I, I think I would have been scared.
3: Because... i didn't run the other way. Yeah, I I, I built up this whole fantasy. But if any of them had like, sidled over to me and been like, come on then come back to my hotel room
2: I would have been like <gasps> <gasps> but you saw I mean I saw that happen with bands and girls too. you would you would see that happen yeah. and you know and people that I know would go off with various members from yeah, various bands same. you know they were old enough um but I would have uh, died <laughs> if Gary Barlow just turned around and went you're all right me and you would have been like oh, it's my, I've got to go out. yeah oh, I've got, I've I'd be
3: like is that the time sorry
2: <laughs> put my <casual>, <laughs> bomber jacket on I'm like run away <laughs> <laughs> run down the road
3: it's why 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 did we do it i know why i did it why do you think you did okay. it? okay i mean obviously like the psychologists say that you do it because it's like a safe way of like playing out all of these feelings about boys and that's why if gary or any of them even mark um if they'd come up to me and like said right come on how about it then Um, I would have been like, no, because that's not what it was about. It was about it being safe, unobtainable from a distance. And it's like like a practice run, isn't it? Before you get to the real boys.
2: Definitely. I think it was a lot of. Because also, I, I couldn't speak to a normal boy. I would find it very hard if a normal boy had sat down. But if you give me a Ronan Keating, I'd have happily had a little chat with them, or, you know, or give me a, I don't know, Matt from Bad Boys Inc. or whatnot. I'd be like, what? Oh. But if an actual real life normal teenage boy had sat down next to me, I'd have been like, yeah, mm.
3: definitely. It's,
2: yeah, it is very strange. I wouldn't let Erin, I would happily take Erin to concert. I would happily go to sign ins with her. I would happily, you know, if I knew there was a way we could possibly meet somebody, I'd go with her, but I wouldn't be letting her get up to the shenanigans we got. I mean, to. I just
3: think it was a different time. And I know that we hear that said a lot, but it really was like, you know, kids had more freedom. Um and I just think that yeah, it's it's not something that I, I would let my kid do. I mean, obviously when when she gets like a bit older and she can she's off doing whatever she wants to do anyway, it's up to her but at the age that I was doing it no way no way no and also I'm not sure there's the
2: same kind of boy band there's there's not that many out unless I just don't know them do you know them do you know any boy bands I mean there's that
3: what's that k-pop one called everyone loves
2: oh bts yes
3: yeah is it bts it's bts (laughs) we're such that I think Britain's got talent bgt
2: (laughs) I don't know what I think it's bts yeah Behind the scenes, I don't know, maybe. I'll. I will, At the end, I'll tell you all oh guys, I do like a fact check at the end. Yeah, I'd be there, K-pop, they ain't going to be like, they ain't going to be in Lemonson Spa <laughs> at a gay club at <laughs>
3: two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd be really interested to know whether there is any kind of sort of scene going on these days with... I suppose there's TikTokers, isn't
2: there? Yeah. There's TikTokers, there was YouTubers, so there's those kind of people that are a little bit more obtainable um right let's see one last little thing that people wanted
3: us to talk about ba- people are very we'll do it, it's a double one mm. pen pals scrapbooks discuss um so I had so many pen pals I've got oh, so many I've got, um I found this the other day this is like my little address book and I've got like all my pen pals from the 90s and they're all called in my address book they're all called things like has and Bob from Milton Keynes so, like, whoever their favourite, Liz and Markie. Liz and Markie were from Rotherham. So I used to write to Liz and Markie. Oh, my God, I love this so much. Um, and, yeah, I used to write to them all the time. So on a, on a oh. normal day, I would probably get about six or seven letter, pen pal letters. Yeah. And we used to, like, decorate, like, the envelopes with, like, coloured pens and, like, you know, draw things on them and stuff. Did you ever have, um? did you ever use FBs?
2: Yeah, friendship, friendship books. Friendship
3: books. And you would, like, write your name in oh, address. Oh, my God. And you'd send it on to somebody and else. You'd and you send it on. on. Like, what a joy. And then when you got to the end, you would send it back to the person who'd started it. And yeah. they would have a whole have book filled up with everyone's names and addresses. But isn't that,
2: maybe a security breach, but isn't that absolutely lovely? The GDPR nightmare, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, you're giving, sure you're giving all your details. <laughs> no, no proper last names, though, because you're all like, Emma Barlow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was no proper proper last night but I loved it and I also used to put sellotape on the stamp yep. so we could reuse the I always yeah. used to
3: reuse the stamps <laughs> sorry royal mail if
2: you're listening it was just such a lovely time and I still do keep in touch with a few of the um pen pals some of them have found me like on Instagram and stuff now like, oh, do you remember me yeah. from-? you know there was um, a girl called Mia who lived um in Wembley whose mum worked at Wembley <gasps> Get cracking tickets for that what a dream oh, what a dream Any pen pal letters um I actually just got about oh, no I'd love a pen pal letter it's oh, not like a I'll say um, and one. scrapbooks,
3: did you have any? I've still got all of mine upstairs. When you say scrapbooks, what do you mean? Like like cuttings of um of all, all of the interviews that take. All out of them. Wins. And even if there was like a little centimetre by centimetre
2: square picture of Marcoin's face, I would cut it up and stick it in my scrapbook.
3: Yeah. I did I used to do ring binders. So I would get those like poly sockets. Yeah. And I would and I would put in all the cuttings into the ring binder, and that would be how I. Did, and instead of doing like the scrapbook, that's how I did it. Did you
2: keep them? No, mine are all upstairs. Why can't I get rid of them? Are they, they're just there.
3: Did you also, did you also on your VHS <sighs> tapes record every single TV appearance that take that run? Sure.
2: No, back for good. The Brit Awards. Yes, that one was watched.
3: That I'm, that was must have been watched a million times. Oh my goodness! Of course it and is. did you learn all the dance routines? Like, so take that live at Wembley. That VHS. That video. Did you learn all the dance routines?
2: The Beatles medley is in oh, my body. Like, if at any point I'm walking down the street and somebody said, "If you don't do the Beatles medley now, I'm gonna kill you," I'll be like, "I'll do don't it. You worry. I'll do it. I'm gonna do the full." Oh yeah! I'll tell you something. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. If 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 I was at a concert and Howard hurt his knee, we're looking for something. I'd be up there. <laughs> Much like Lulu, I'll be up there. Get me on the bloody stage. <laughs> yeah, I just loved it. I watched it all. I had the scrapbooks. I wrote a million pen pal letters. I spent hours on the phone. What? I just, how I passed any GCSEs, I don't know. But isn't
3: it lovely? Like just all of those memories and so I have had something that meant so much to us as teenagers. I just, and it was such an innocent, you know, hobby, really. It was lovely. It was
2: so innocent. It was so lovely. And I, I was, cause I knew we were doing this podcast. I was talking about it a lot with, uh, I, as you can imagine, incredibly bored Stephen, who was just like, just stop talking about it at me. <laughs> um, cause I, when Tate that reformed, I remember I went to the concert and we were at the front and I was with my friend Lindsay who's far- and when the waterfall came <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna cry. When the waterfall came down and they had like the little Robbie on the waterfall, oh, I, remember that. I just remember it took me back. I just was like yeah. straight back to me in 14. Yeah. And even now, you know, take that concerts and stuff and ugh, I just um transported
3: back. Yeah.
2: I just love it. May they never stop performing. Yeah, you, I'll
3: go if it was just Gary and Mark. You telling you, um, you saying that Robbie told you that? What did he say to you at the, at the signing at the HMV? Um, hang on,
2: you look nice. You look nice. Yeah,
3: that reminds me. Change my
2: bio to that.
3: <laughs> Robbie, what Robbie once said. You look nice. You look nice. And <laughs> um, that reminds me that when Tick That did that big comeback, do you remember they did <gasps> they did the TV documentary and the whole premise of it was will Robbie turn up at the end? Will Robbie turn up? And at that point I worked for I think I worked for Bliss magazine at the time Mm -hmm. and we were invited to the premiere. There was like a big cinema, a big old fashioned cinema, I think in like Notting Hill where they did the premiere of this, um, this documentary. And I got invited along with my colleagues and take that. We're there like sitting in a box. And then we went to the after show party Emma, Mm -hmm. and we got to meet them all. And, and I was wearing this black boob tube with a red ribbon and a big flower on it because it was like yeah. it was like two thousand and three or something, and that was Close, like yeah. well on trend. And Mark Owen told me that he really yeah. liked my top.
2: And so I... basically, what we need to do is leave our husbands for Robbie and Mark. I think so. And then we can be Abba. We could be Alison, Emma, <laughs> Robbie, and Mark, and we could be the new Abba.
3: So that would be Em Emram. Um, um,
2: uh, <laughs> we need to work on that
3: right R- <laughs> okay
2: we're putting out there get us on dragon's den we've got a proposition Reem taking us on tour are we going to do the beatles medley it's the only thing we can perform <laughs> let's
3: do it let's do it it'll be a sellout. <laughs> it
2: would sell out oh you oh I bet you did look lovely in that top as well. And I did yes, look nice. I did. I did.
3: I did. I looked ever so nice. Yeah. I was 18. I was, do hot you know when what? I was 18. Do you know what? We didn't actually need Robbie and Mark to tell us that we looked nice or that our top was nice.
2: <laughs> Are you trying to convince yourself? Because I did. <laughs> I'm just no, trying. do you know what? Um, female empowerment. I don't care <laughs> what Mark Owen thinks of me. And I'm like, I really like the validation <laughs> from
3: Robbie Williams but we shouldn't need it you know these bloody boy band no. members it, it, it should come from within but no it should come from within
2: um it has been wonderful having you on for this bonus episode 10 out of 10 recommend loving boy bands yeah me too
3: <laughs> and i
2: stand proud. i've still got my gary barlow doll i've still got my scrapbooks sadly i don't have my stussy hat wish i did i'd have put it on for this <laughs> But no, that's that's long, that's long gone. Um, but Alison, it's been a joy, it's pleasure. She will send me all of those pictures so I can put them on my Instagram. I will. I need you to see her with Jay, her with Shane. That's what
3: and we're always looking for pen pals. <laughs> always as long as we
2: don't have to pay for stamps. Yeah.
3: As long as lo- and, as long as you return my stamp to me when when, when, I, yeah. when I write to you, then we're all good. And finally, a public apology for Justin in orange. <laughs>
2: in him up 475 times in 1994, we'll speak to you later Alison, Bye-bye. bye bye you have to go and check out the photos of Alison over on my Brummy Mummy of Two account and the Phonebox podcast account they're cracking and if you were listening to this the week it came out we're going to be doing some boy band polls over on my Phonebox podcast Instagram so go and check those out please and just don't message me anything out of boy bands because I flipping love boy bands I stand by those days were some of the happiest of my life I made so many friends and I just it was just the best of times even now when you listen to the music I went back to Spotify and listened to loads of Bad Boys Inc songs I was just like oh my gosh transported back to when I was 14 it was just such a joy and it's just been such a joy to relive it again for you lot and I hope some of you out there related to what we were saying and you know and send us some of the stuff that you said. Do you have any of your scrapbooks? Just please shove it on my way so I can have a little look at it. Whatever you're doing for the rest of the week, have a wonderful day. Don't forget to take a photo of where you are listening and send it to me. I love you lots and I will see
0: you for another episode really soon. Bye guys!